This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also is sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use and um, is great. You know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socratic Gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out. Build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast. Right, Vish? Yep start a start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode it's not like it's not like so yeah, it's fine so whatever okay. right. but, but it's not so bad that you felt like you had to skip a song though right like, uh wait, wait, it's just a kanye the one i really skipped was the kanye one you skipped it you actually skipped it yeah oh wow all right well yeah that was just like that's, it was that's mostly a kanye song yeah that's what it was like interview. it was mainly no like after his verse it was just kanye so yeah, I, I skipped no, the, the, the when kanye was going there's no more game after that oh i skipped it that but, yeah, yeah but but that's what he said like if you listen to his interview he's like that's more of a kanye song than a game song and that came out like a month or two months ago it's not like Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a like single. A single. It was yeah. a single. There's one song that's not uh, available on Spotify. Oh, the 31st song? No, like 26th song or something. Oh, really? Wasn't it like it was like uh, on the on my Spotify, like on that one in the car? It was like grayed out. Oh, I don't, I don't know why. Hmm. No, oh, maybe, maybe they don't. You, maybe you hid the song. I listened to it yesterday. I listened to all. Like they were all fine for me. Um. Does it show up all the songs? Yeah, uh, I my phone's kind of far. Actually, I should probably pick up my phone. Okay, but listen to this. You totally jumped in into the middle of our conversation of uh, the games, <laughs> the games you album. Uh, are we? Well, I only got really two topics for this week, so I think we can really flesh these two topics out. Um, Obviously, the first one's about the game's new album, Dramatic. I'm calling it right now Album of the Century. I think it's, like, the best album that has come out in, like, forever. That's why it's been, like, a century. And rap is only, like, 50 years old or something like that. So um, he named it Drillmatic. So Illmatic was Nas's album, which, like, changed the face of, like, rap. Like, everyone credits, like, Illmatic as, like, an amazing album that... It's like timeless, right? I listen to it. It's kind of dated, not for me. There's a lot of hits on there, but like whatever. Um, so I think he was mirroring that idea in this one for like Drillmatic. Mm. But it's called Drillmatic Heart versus Mind, right? And I found that the game has been really, if you listen to his interviews, he's been doing like a lot of soul searching. And a lot of what he says is very conscious, like very aware of mm-hmm. what's going on. Okay. And uh, so was it blacked out? Well, I, I only have the Apple Music on this one. Oh, uh, okay, hold on. Spotify, song, to, nope, they're all there. I don't know why yours is blacked out. You might have hit it. That happened to me before. Like, if you accidentally tap it, and it goes, oh, like, I never tapped song. it. I was the first time going into the album, and it was just... Oh, no, yeah. One all, of the songs was grayed out. No, they're all fine for me. Well, I don't know why. Yours, it's maybe a glitch or something. 
weird uh okay so you you said something before i left to drop off tara and i was like thinking about it in the car mm. and you're like so the reason why i like this album is because it really brings it back to rap right like what what it once was but it's more like evolved so it's like it's taking that style but like obviously saying hard versus mine you're consciously aware of something like you grew up right mm -hmm. he even if you listen to his interviews he's like oh yeah the stuff i said when i was younger like like i take that back or whatever right he has a one line if i'm 20 i'm 26 right now if i'm still rapping when i'm 38 like that's like a shame right, you know? right, right. but then he's like oh i'm like old now and i'm still rapping so he's like i take that back right he's very if you listen on, on like drink champs and like um his one with like speedy his interview with speedy he's very honest and true so the history of the game is in case you don't know what it is he like got brought in by um some producer that worked for dr dre because they heard his mixtape but he was working in they call it like the jungles of la where like all the bloods live mm -hmm. and like he was like cooking crack in the kitchen and this like producer like um i guess his like bodyguard was like who was like in front of the house like protecting it was like yo somebody here from dr dre's camp wants to speak to you and he's like get out of here bro dr dre doesn't want to know me so he like told that right, guy to leave. Yeah. and then a few months later the guy came out was like, oh, the, the same guy's back and he's like what oh, okay let me talk to him so he talked to him he's like yeah dr dre really likes your music come down to the studio he's like what right now he's like yeah right now so like he's like i still had the crack stains all over my pants and like because he was, he was doing like he's preparing like his drugs to like sell right so he goes to the studio that's where he meets 50 and then um they're going through beats and then they hear that i think it's this is how we do or I think it's this is how we do. Mm -hmm, yeah. And it was it was a rejects uh, it was a reject sample from Dr. Dre, and he's like, no, I like this song, and it's like beat. Mm -hmm. And then then he got Fifty to jump on, and then he got Game to jump on. So that was their like big claim to fame or whatever. That's when Game got really big, joined G Unit. Yeah. Okay. So then the falling out happened when, um, so Fifty didn't like somebody that Game was connected to. Mm -hmm. uh and and game was talking about how that guy is like pivotal to his uh career and stuff right yeah and so then he was like he was on an interview and then he said like um he was like bing him up or something and then 50 got mad and was like oh he's he, he we're not a part the game's not a part of us anymore or something like that and then so they went down and then they like brought out their guns like they, they went to confront game and then there was like a shootout um they went to confront 50 at the the place where he's doing the interview and there was a bit of a shootout they like ran so he heard about him being kicked out of uh g unit during that radio interview mm -hmm. okay but during that time as well like they were doing like a lot of like gang related stuff and f uh the game thought it was real right he thought that this whole rap battle stuff was real and then 50 had to tell like he like pulled out his gun like start shooting somebody and the 50 50s like dude what are you doing like this isn't really how it is we're like presenting a marketing piece for everyone right this is how we're going to sell albums right so that's what kind of jaded the game and he was like oh this this whole rap thing isn't real mm -hmm. this whole rap industry that you made me believe with like Tupac. He's like, I was listening to Tupac Biggie. I was like a young kid and I was like, oh yeah, this is how it is. This is how it is, right? And then he's like living 
doing like selling drugs and stuff and then like when he made it to the mainstream where they were talking about this he's like oh nobody's really doing this yeah right so he was the only one who's like quote unquote real right as like really doing what he was saying in his raps okay right uh falling all right so so then you asked me um you no you didn't ask me you said he's bringing it back to what it was and then it clicked on the drive back. I was like, oh, he's honest, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what all the Compton rappers are. And that's why I'm really into them. Like, uh, my number one uh, might change to the game now, but it was Kendrick. It was Kendrick was number one. And then number two was Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. And then three, Pusha T. He's not from Compton. But, like, the top two spots were Compton. And then now um game i think he's my number one now just from this album alone it's just so undeniably good so i think it's like because like there are a lot of skips on kendrick's albums but like i've never heard an album where like i don't skip oh, vince staples but his albums are the anyways so those three people are all honest mm-hmm. and i think that's what it is even my sister was like why do you like why do you identify with this album i'm like i'm not a gangbanger me myself and like i'm more like a pharrell williams type right pharrell like likes the music yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't in the thing like, <laughs> in his interviews like if they're shooting believe me i'm gonna call the police like, he's like <laughs> i am a skinny dude who skateboards i'm not meant to be in a fight like i just make really great beats like yeah, i yeah. love the culture yeah right yeah. and i think that's like so going back to the truth i think that's why i like like the games album and like kendrick's album and Vince Staples album because they're not lying mm-hmm. and I think that permeates like what it is I respect in life like honesty mm-hmm. like even if like you know what I'm saying like even if we don't agree as long as if you're honest that we don't agree we don't have to spend time with one another yeah like think about it like really think about it it's like if I put all my cards on the table you put all your cards on the table if we don't like each other's cards then it's like cool we don't have to be together I, I don't hate you just go yeah, yeah it's not for me mm-hmm. you know that goes for everything so like with these like I'm like segueing into the main topic you're like slowly building it up but like if, if you look at these things like you know um like the BIPOC and the because that's like top of my list right now what <laughs> I'm sentient about because like you know work related stuff so like if you if you look at like inclusivity we've been talking about that for a while it's like it's indifference because well acceptance indifference but it's just like just go do you mm-hmm. like i don't have to like your cards yeah, yeah, yeah. but these are my cards mm-hmm. we can we can share the space but we don't have to um agree I can respect you enough to see that those are your cards. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like everything in life would be way better if we just presented our cards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like superficial relationships and realities are so boring to me. It's like, why do we have to play nice? You know, do you agree or do you see my point? No, I get your point. But, um, I don't know how that work in a society. Yeah. No, I, I, no, no. I get what you're saying. I, I know you're thinking of it from like. Um, I think it feels like it's more your immediate surroundings, right? No, for sure. Like, obviously, if you're working, you have to fake it. If you're, um, I don't know, like if you're meeting a gas station person, like interacting business wise, like if there's a commerce relationship towards it, obviously you can't be your honest self because like you have yeah. to, because that's not really who you are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm more talking about like 
relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Of course. I think you're, you should be right. surrounded by people. Or, or art. Art and relationships. Yeah, okay. Like, if you're doing art, it's just like, I'm express. art is an expression of who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's more of like a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I like Kendrick not putting a lot of marketing into the, his material. Really great. Vince Staples, zero marketing into his. He's like independent mm-hmm. and he's doing amazing. And, well, not amazing. I mean, like, amazing. They're all respected within their thing because they understand what it is, right? So, like, they won't compromise their art just to make money. Yeah. So, if you look at somebody, you know, um, the big thing for the game is he doesn't like the fake rappers. That's what the whole album's about. That's mm-hmm. what, that was what clicked. It's like, why do you keep, re- like, repeating ops? You know, like, ops are in the field, ops are around me. Mm-hmm. And it's because, and if you listen to the first song, go back to it, it's about how we said we would never work with the police. But then he has so many examples of people working with the police, like the Drake sample, right? Uh, it's an interlude, which is a voicemail that Drake left him. And it ends with like, yeah, man, you know, I'm working with the Department of Defense in Canada, so I got to keep that on the low, whatever, whatever. And it's like, you're working with the police. You're in this game of like rap culture. Mm-hmm which we, we said we're not working with the police, but you're working with the police. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a hypocrisy, yeah. you know? And it's cool to be a hypocrite. Like, that's why I like Kendrick. He's like, I'm the world's biggest hypocrite, but I'm the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you understand, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're calling a spade a spade. We're not focusing on marketing here. Yeah. Right. Remember before you're like, when I, when I was like listening, getting into the game for like, cause it was my workout music. You're like, didn't game like not have any albums in like forever? I was like, dude, I thought that too. <laughs> right. But if you look at his discography on Spotify, he's had so many albums mm-hmm. and I was like, but they weren't marketed. Like nobody cares. Right. And that's what he's saying in his interview. He's like, I don't actually make money off of rap music. And it's like, that makes sense because we didn't even know you had albums out. Right. Right. And then, yeah. right, and then you said like he would get like a lot of play because of the Eminem thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is a great way to put him in the mainstream because everybody knows Eminem. So they're going to talk about the game. Mm-hmm. It's a great marketing thing, yeah. right? And in his interviews, like, don't focus on the marketing, focus on the music. So like, just listen to the album. That's all I want you to do. Tell me it's not the best album ever. He said thirty songs, no skips, and I was like, that's a tall order. Mm-hmm. Like who can who like name another album that has thirty songs that you've never skipped a song over? Like you said, you skipped over um, the Kanye one. Yeah. But I was like, but he admitted that that's more of a Kanye song. Like he has one bar, and then the rest of that song is Kanye. Yeah, sure. So like, like I I can't even name an album that I haven't skipped a song over. I mean, there, there's like concept albums which I didn't skip the song over. That's because you have to listen to it as a concept album. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like a concept album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's like a storyline. Right, 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 So if you skip the song, it's like I missed the storyline. Right. Like you mean like first time listening to it or like after no, listening? I, no, I've just been listening to this bad boy. No, Even, no, yeah. But what do you mean by skip the song? You mean when you're listening to it like, the first like time? Trash. You're like, oh, this is not a good song. It was like, no. Nah. Okay. Well, I, I've never skipped. Yeah. I mean, if I'm listening to the first time. Oh, okay, okay. But so going back to, so like Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, love that album. When it first came out, didn't skip a song. And then I w- I'm listening to it three, four, five times. And then I was like, mm, I don't need this. Because mm-hmm. there's like a skit in there that's kind of like odd. Like it, it's, um, I forgot what the name of the song is, but it's like two people arguing back and forth. And I was like, this can get skipped. Or like there's there's other songs in there that are too preachy. And I'm like, I could skip this, right? But the games one it's like 
Well, Vince Staples, I rarely skip to. So, but that's only like five songs. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's like five. So, like, why am I going to skip five songs? Like, Vince Staples doesn't even make his money off of rap music either. He's doing movies, TV, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he was independent. Like, Kendrick, Vince Staples, and the game. Their main source of money isn't rap music. That's why they put very little marketing into it. They realize that this is an opportunity to make money, and then I take that money, and then I use that money somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So, with that all being said, like, what can you name an album that you're like, oh, well, maybe Drake's albums, they're pretty good to me, too. I don't too. listen to Drake's Yeah, no, albums. you don't listen to Drake, but, like, you, like... I'm most, like, I just, like, the only things I really listen to whole albums of were Eminem's. Okay, okay. So, which which one? Like, do you still, like, can you name one where you're like, oh, this is, like, this is a no-skip album? Um, well, I haven't listened to it in a while, so. Right, so it's like, did it age well? That's the question, you know? So no, guess, it's, it's all about, like, what I feel like at the moment, right? So. Yeah, right, right. Because so, music is all about feeling. Okay, so, so maybe it's more like you're not in the demographic of listening to albums. Yeah, I don't. I You're like I'll listen to a song and then a song and then a song. Like I'll take this and this and this. Yeah, because that's my, my thing is always even with, on my um, like I don't do playlists. I just do shuffle. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I like to be just surprised. Yep, yeah, totally, totally. So then, would you put Eminem as the? I know you love Eminem. So like, would you <laughs> yeah. put him as the greatest rapper of all? Like, do, like what my question is is, do you love Eminem because of the ideology surrounding Eminem, and like your youth, or do you love Eminem because you're like every song by him is sick? Uh, I've liked all of his songs. <laughs> uh, okay, I could play you some songs that I'm like, this is trash, bro. Remember when he was doing the accents? Yeah, but I I, I listen to all of them. Like I never. You listen to all of them, but like you listen to them all as like yeah, because they're even the accent ones are all like comedy. No, no, totally. No, no, no. yeah. What I'm saying is like your your. Well, you're not in the demographic of listening through to an album. You're like, I put everything Unless on Unless it's the first time I'm listening to it. Right. So it's like, yeah. can you... So maybe you can't even answer that question of like, is Eminem a great rapper? Because it's like, oh, I just... I, I go back and forth between like... Like, you like Eminem. Yeah, but yeah. can you call him the greatest rapper? Well, I would say yeah. But why? Why would really you say good. <laughs> Okay, but like you have to have some sort of justification for that because you said that you don't listen to his storytelling is what I liked. Okay. Okay. But he didn't always do that. So like, all right. So Kendrick. What do you mean he, didn't, he always week. did that? Uh, um, I I can. There are so many songs where I'm like, oh, this is like um, not storytelling. Uh, either they're songs or you mean like albums, like. No, no. I'm, I'm asking you why you think. I liked well, his storytelling. Okay, you like his storytelling, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not every song is a storytelling song. Sure, okay. So then it, it doesn't go across the board. So what what I mean by that is like... So I like the ones that are storytelling. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, was Kendrick... Or what I would categorize as more that I liked. Which ones I liked more. That Exactly. So like Kendrick, I put him at the top of my list. It's so difficult now with the game because that one album is so good. But uh, Kendrick's albums all follow the exact same theme. They're all about suffering and redemption. Mm-hmm. Every album. Like, it doesn't change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, if I were to say, like, I like Kendrick's storytelling ability, it's like, point me, point to me where he does storytelling. It's like, every album, he does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He, you just don't know he's doing it. You know? They're all, like, concept albums that go from, like, dark to light. 
Mm-hmm. B- because his intention was he's like, I'm going to make every album for people who are in prison. He's right, like, it's yeah, not yeah. actually for commercial consumption. He's mm-hmm. like, my audience is people in prison mm-hmm. that want to change their life. You know, he's like, I could care less if he's doing really well now because like he kept it the same yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just finally caught on, mm-hmm. you know? But if you look, listen, like section 80 people were ripping him. They're like, who is this random guy? Who, I don't know what section 80 is his first album that made it big. Oh, okay. So it was like, it, it kept the same style storytelling, good, bad to good. And, um, or like conscious rap is what they would call it. And like, where it's like, you're, oh, you're right, trying to educate yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. and people are like, "Who is this guy? Like trying to educate people?" Like, I remember when it came out, I was like, "Oh, this is a really good song." And then people around me who were into like rap at the time, they were like, "Oh yeah, that guy's trash." Mm-hmm. And like, why is he trash? Because he, um, because he's like too woke. Oh okay. You know, but like he just kept staying woke the whole time, and then now it's caught on because we're in woke culture. Mm-hmm. So like his new album, people are like, "Oh yeah," like he talks about trauma and therapy and like wow this is so innovative it's like go back to his old albums he's always been the same mm-hmm. makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah so like so that all being said it's hard to argue eminem being the greatest rapper of all time is what i'm saying okay like r- right like because because you said i like his storytelling ability ability yeah, yeah, yeah so is there anything else you can point to that would be like like why like why this is this is game's question too mm. so he's like why is Eminem the greatest rapper of all time he's challenging quote unquote the greatest rapper of all time sure because he's like he's like if you look at historically elvis was white took black culture made it popular mm-hmm. and he's like that's been happening throughout time so he's like when we talk about white privilege why is the greatest rapper of all time a white person mm-hmm. like that's his question yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it's like, that's actually a very good question. When you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way. Mm-hmm. But is it the marketing is what I'm saying? Because everyone says Eminem's the best. Why is he the best? That's actually my question. Like, I don't know why he's the best. Like, is it speed? I don't know. I just, I like this stuff a lot. <laughs> just in general. But, uh, yes. But, like, I'm trying to unpack it. Like, why? Like, why do people think he's the best? I don't know. I think it's the storytelling. It's the way he raps. But But there's, like, his rapping style isn't that like good it, it's fast right yeah, yeah but there's twista twista's even faster than him mm-hmm. so like okay he's beat out there like mm-hmm. i i'm wondering if it's marketing that's my real thought is it because everybody said he's the best that's why we all think he's the best that's why game was like just listen to my album he's like then tell me right and that's why i think it goes back to the truth right it's like are we living in a world of marketing or are we living in a world of truth Mm -hmm. if you objectively observe it it's like i went back because like everyone's like eminem's really good so i started like you know like this is eminem and i was listening to it i was like it's good but does it qualify as the greatest of all time i don't know uh greatest of all time it depends like best rapper yeah Mm. like all right fine like we're saying like top five we're saying like yeah sure top five yeah yeah i think he's in the top five but like why like i understand you're saying yes because i'm i'm feeling some emotion but it's like but is that emotion driven by marketing is my question because because you have to explain to me why if if it's not driven by marketing then you'd have an answer right Uh, it it was a story time like all the beginning albums were about beginning albums there you go so you said it but then the newer albums it's like what happened to those 
but I'm saying if you were talking about storytelling, Kendrick Lamar has kept it the same for all of his albums. Sure. So then would Kendrick beat out Eminem then? But I don't like his style of storytelling. You, it's like, you, know, you, it's don't like, like his, you don't like his style of rap, not his storytelling. Okay, sure. Because you don't you don't like the beats. Remember I was playing like Mr. Morale and Big yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, the lyrics are insanely profound. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just don't like the beat. It's I think it's basic. more like, because I never really listened to lyrics before. So then how can you say storytelling then? But this is the only one I've listened to lyrics of. Okay, so then... So he made it in a way that I listened to his lyrics versus... Because it matched with the beat in the way that he was but flowing with the beat. there's so many people that... No, no, like, so you mean like they... There might be so many other people, but this is who I've listened to, right? So... So then would that not be a byproduct of marketing as well? Because like, all these people weren't marketing themselves. Like I said, like Vince Staples, Eminem, oh, sorry, <laughs> Vince Staples, Kendrick, and Game, they don't put any marketing into their thing. Like literally zero. Okay. Not literally zero because obviously I put some marketing into it. <laughs> but like, like not as much as most people, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just wondering, like, is it a, is, do we live in a world of byproduct of marketing? Like, are we just saying he's the best because he's really the best? Or are we saying he's the best because, like, that's the collective consensus? This, this is a genuine question. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, the game brought it up, and I was like, why? Because I was saying that, too. I was like, oh, Eminem's the best ever. And I started unpacking it when the game said, why is he the best? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I don't know why he's the best. Because even Kendrick Lamar is like, he gives it up to Eminem, like, Kendrick Lamar's favorite rapper is Eminem. Mm-hmm. He's like, I stole his storytelling ability. That's why when you said storytelling, I'm like, yeah, he just he just took it, yeah. right? But but the difference is, you said his first albums, but Kendrick's all of his albums kept that style. So then, if you would base it on storytelling alone, you would technically say Kendrick's the best rapper, better than Eminem, because he actually kept it for all of his albums. Sure, but I think these are like, is there art is all subjective, right? For sure, for sure, but it's like so. Where do you? Who do you connect with? Uh, right, but but okay. If it's subjective, then we wouldn't have a best rapper alive. Because then, yeah, everyone would have their own best rapper. But then, why is everybody saying Eminem's the best rapper? I wouldn't say everyone is saying that. I would say no, every, no, dude. Google Google it right now. Best rapper alive. Eminem's gonna be like top top five. Top five. Yeah, because it's everyone's just saying it, and it's like game. Ask the question. Hmm. Google best rapper alive best rapper alive voted <laughs> even Google rap god Eminem will come out because he calls himself rap god and no one challenged well, it his best rapper alive is a, is a song oh. of all time you said no, no, no um, you can't say of all time best rapper alive I did best rapper alive there's a song called best rapper alive which is by Lil Wayne oh I'm forgetting about Lil Wayne's really good too though but mm, I skipped a few songs a bunch of songs actually some albums were weird when little wayne had like um guitar he was learning how to play guitar and he started making an album based off a of guitar i was like what are you doing people liked it though okay yeah so this is okay, i don't know where this is from top 10 best rappers of all time 2022 all right go ahead. ledger note i don't know what that is number one is eminem told you told you and the top strength is charisma I don't, I don't know that guys, but and then tech. I don't know who tech nine. Oh, tech nine. Okay, yeah. Eh, these are all like Chilla two rappers. nine and then Jay Z. I don't know who Chilla two nine is. Two two tuna. Chilla. I don't know how to say his name. All right, but Jay Z is what number five? Four. Four. So Eminem is number one. Why? 
this is the question game is asking. And then, because I, I instinctively said Eminem too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, am I being programmed right now? When he said it, he's like, why is he the best? He's like, I'll go toe-to-toe with Eminem in a versus. Versus is where they play their hits. And then, like, the crowd decides. Like, So it's a, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. rap thing where, like, they just go song for song. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, I would crush Eminem. And then I went back and listened to, like, this is Eminem. And I was like, none of these songs are hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And then I was in the games. I'm like, oh, dude, this is hyping me up right now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you would crush him in a versus, but why does everybody say Eminem's the best? I don't know if you could crush him in verses. Wait, okay, so name name a song that gets you hyper than so. Well, no, no, I'm saying like, uh, like, like, what do you right mean now. by verses? Like, but you, uh, play, you play hit for hit. That's what the game is. Like, that's what the verses like verses is. as in like um, like a. Uh, no, no, what no, are they no, called? No, a battle? No, no, no. Versus is like an actual thing that happens in like rap rap culture now, where they take two artists and one person will play their song to the crowd, and then the other person will play. It's a hit for hit. Okay. So it's like it's not it's not like a it's not a psychological game that we're playing. Or like a it's not like in our minds. What do they call it? It was like it's kind of like rap battle. Yeah, sure. Is it, is it like rap battle? It's like rap battle, but they call it versus. So okay. they just okay, they okay. take the they take the two artists and they go song for song. Mm-hmm. But like play their song in front of the crowd and then they have to get the crowd hype okay okay is, you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah it's not it's not a rap battle it's not versus like who's gonna win metaphorically it's like who's got the better songs mm-hmm. like category of songs so so i went to the eminem's one and i was like oh these aren't hyping me up like they're good sure but they're not like hype you know like they wouldn't get me like motivated and then I went to the games. I was like, oh, these are like, that's why the game became my workout music. It gives me hype. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, like, actually ask yourself, like, why is Eminem voted number one? And why is Jay Z fourth? That's weird. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch. I don't know who made this list, but there's like a whole lot of the other, the other artists that I don't even know about that are on here. Yeah. So, like, okay. there's another white guy on fifth. So random so, so, <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> but but that's but that's what the game is pushing back against right he's like he's like ask yourself why mm-hmm. you know and that's a soul-searching question i think that's why he called the album heart versus mind because that's a that's a conscious question like to say heart versus mind it shows me that you're like into some spirituality mm-hmm. right yeah and and i think that's what's gravitating me gravitating me towards these these specific rappers because they're honest they're not like they're not trying to present themselves as who they're not right do you know what i'm saying and i I think that's what makes a unique artist too like asap rocky does the same thing he's more about fashion so like all of his music about fashion because he's into fashion Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like and like can like can you like, let's unpack that. Like, I'm very curious, like, why... Like, do you agree with me that you think it's marketing? Or no? You still, like... No, I think uh, if it's just marketing, then he wouldn't be able to handle himself in, like... Um, Eminem? Yeah. But, like, but... Okay, handle himself how? No, because I think you can listen to his stuff and you can actually see if it's good or not. Okay. So, when was the last time you played Eminem? Um... When did I last time play Eminem? Yeah. Vince Staples. No, there was a Kendrick. new song with uh, okay. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, when, when the new song came out. Yeah. And what about his old stuff? When was the last time you played his music? When I'm in the mood for them. 
it, it, but that's what I mean. It's like it's like you can't you can't tell me when, right? But I can tell you when is the last well, time. Well, you mean Vince, like like years Kendrick. ago or months ago? We talk. Whenever, whenever it's like uh, I just played the games album last week. I listened to Kendrick's album, and like I can I can name you when I've been listening to these these individuals. And I'm like these people are great. But if you call them great, but you don't listen to them, then it's like oh, I do listen weird. to them. Okay, so when, yeah. when was the last time? Um, maybe like a couple of weeks ago, let's say. Couple, all right, but it was the new new song. No, no, no. It wasn't just the new song. Okay, so you went back. Like, because I always do the um. Shuffle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. They have they have this thing on Spotify, right? But but when when did you go back and listen to his album? His old album? Yeah, his, well, the no, whole. No, just you were like, okay, I'm just put on this Eminem album because it's uh, sick. Maybe if I said the whole album or something like one of the old albums, maybe like last year, let's say. Last year, okay, last year. So it's hard to so if you're going song like you're like you can't. All right, so if you hit shuffle, you're like, oh, I've listened to it tangentially. It came on randomly. No, but you're specifically picking. Yeah, of course, the things like you the, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, yeah. no, no. Like, uh, what do you call that? Categories. It was like an Eminem themed or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, but but those are themed, so it's all him. Or is it like this? But that's is like the him? only option that I have with Spotify. The problem is uh, the way Spotify does it. Okay, okay, but but when you're listening to music, because I skip over things that weren't Eminem. Okay, okay. So, but my question is like, unless it was a good beat or something. So, so my question is like. If we were to call these people great, but we don't listen to them. Like overall, if you see like the list of songs I've listened to, like Eminem would be there on the top list. Open your top list, bro. Yeah. Your most played song. Where do you, where do you see that? Uh, do you do that? Uh, Can you do that on Apple Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just click on like most played. I'll go to my most played. I use Spotify. Well, where do you go to that? Uh, okay. Um, How would I do that? Google, on let's Google it right now. <laughs> I don't know it on Apple because I don't use that anymore. Um, find I haven't been using Apple because there isn't an Apple one in the Tesla. Yeah, but you listen to Apple. Um, uh, somebody used. Like I haven't used Apple. Apple. Okay, so then. But we'll see what what I've been listening to. You just go to Spotify. Then you just go to Spotify. But Spotify is all just in in random. Right, it's not like a historical thing. But you could also search Eminem if you were into it. Yeah, I do do that. So then it would come up. Where oh, would wait. I go on the Apple? Um, I don't know. You gotta Google that. You gotta Google that. I I don't know how oh, okay. to do it on. Um, okay, so my top five. Here we go. Is wow, this is actually recently played. Mm-hmm. How many top songs of the year? Okay, so you go for top songs of the year. Wait, how do I? How do, how do, what did you it found say? it? No, I'm just trying to see what it said, how to do it. Go um, listen now. Where is that? Okay, wait. Go to listen now. Sorry, I guys, haven't used this in a while. Spotify, top play. Listen now. What, where do I do that? For me. Stats for Spotify. View your personal. Log into Spotify. Okay, here we go. Um, stats for Spotify. I just have like uh, the, I have this oh, one thing called re, oh, re, wow. Okay, right, replay twenty twenty. Okay, I I found mine. Right. My in top artist last four week game is number one, obviously because I've been listening to that for every workout music. Last six months has been 
Bro, check this out. Number one for me, last six months, Kendrick Lamar. Number two, Vince Staples. Number three, Pusha T. Then Drake, ASAP Rocky game. All time, all time, top artist of all time, Kendrick Lamar. Number two is Drake. He's got some good music. And then number three is Vince Staples. Where do we go to this? Then we go to Dance Gavin Dance, ASAP Rocky, Sayosin, or Shaoshin. Yeah, see, I, I named my favorite rapper... And it came up as my top played. Mm-hmm. I won't even count the last four weeks because that's, that's cheating, bro. Like, I've been listening to the game every day. I don't know what I'm looking for here. Okay, I'll, I'll look for you as well. Your top songs of the year? Top artists. Uh, Apple. My top artist, Apple Music. My top artist. Can you do that? Apple Music, yeah. Apple Music Replay. It's like the first link. Just open it and click on that link. My top artist, Apple Music. But this is a 2022 replay. Uh, I didn't even open it. Okay, um, try... Oh, what comes up for you? The replay mix, I haven't used it in 2022. Uh-huh. Tap. Uh, hold on. Sorry. How do I see? All right. Tap the listen now tab in the navigation. Oh, wait. No, that's for LifeWire. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I can, last time really used this was 2020. Your like Apple Music? Yeah. Oh, so, the, all right, so then do Spotify. Do Spotify like me, then. No, but I haven't really used... No, I didn't use Spotify. Not on the phone. I don't have it on the phone. But you, you said you haven't listened to music Apple since 2020. Um, so that means you would have been listening to Spotify mostly. Not like in regular basis. Like if you see the top on 2020, um, this is the replay 2020. Okay, go. Um, Who's your number one? Is it, is it based on number one, based on... Re- yeah, my number, I said Kendrick was like one the best rapper, playlist. and he was my number one on all three lists. Top laid. Well, he the whole album of Eminem is there, but not in the top. Okay, so, but yeah, not in the top, but what is it? What was uh, your first one? Uh, Ostra. Okay, and what's number two? Bob Moses. What's number three? NF. All right, which number is Eminem? Seventh. Seventh. So, so hard to say that he is the like no it's like that's what i'm saying it's if if i say top artists played of all time okay that, so uh, that okay. would be eminem okay i guess top rap artist yeah like if multiple if the amount of times i've played this artist it would be eminem i know that for sure okay maybe it's because that's just what you gravitate towards when you think of rappers that's what i'm saying so you're oh actually that makes sense your plethora of knowledge for rap is like jump to eminem so yeah. that's why it's like eminem. so okay you can't even have this conversation then <laughs> that's what i'm saying like for my top artist is him because that's all that i've mainly listened to that yeah okay. it was mainly him right. who then gravitated towards dre from him came dre tupac and right 50. so then but but because of that that means that you can't even answer that question best rapper best rapper to you because he's seventh on your list to you me yeah really that's what i'm saying it's subjective yeah. that's why i said it was... you don't really listen to rap i'm like you're, you're my rap like, my introduction to rap was eminem Right. And yeah. your music, I'm saying that I, I really like 
hip hop music. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, when I actually, it should be a way it, to show you're just top artists. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. I had Spotify there. That's how I saw it. Like Spotify had it, but not Apple apparently. But okay, okay. So then I guess you can't even answer that question. So asking who's the best rapper of all time, it's like, but I only know Eminem. So I'm going to go in that direction. Yeah, for me, yeah. Right. So then going back to the game's question, people who are connoisseurs of rap, it's like, why do we think that Eminem's the best? And then I just did the exercise. I'm like, yeah, Eminem didn't even come up for me at all. Like, So he's not probably on your top list. But but why is he being voted as number one? I think it's marketing. Because it's like you should only segment the people that actually listen to rap and then ask them that question. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But if you generally ask the question across the board, like who's the best rapper alive, we've heard Eminem. Like for you, you only really listen to Eminem if you're listening to rap music. Uh yeah. I mean from him that's how I got into like the G unit and stuff like that. For for sure, for sure. But, but does it all but happen like after? Even, even we did like the music exercise and like, like I haven't listened to G Unit in a long time. But you haven't listened to rap. Your number one was like a whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the like up to number seven is when you got to rap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So okay. So I but think, I do li- like, but rap was what I grew up listening to, which was I mean, Eminem was what I grew up listening to. Eminem. See what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, is it is it because he was so shocking when we were kids? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So so is that where this comes from? I'm just trying to unpack it. Like, I think why is I, he number I, one? I, I think his it's that. It depends on who you're asking and which age group you're asking. Right. And yeah. I think it's because of his shocking verses that he did. As a kid. And then you just stuck with that over time. You're just like, oh, this is... I just is... never heard anything like that before. Right. And, you know, but yeah. but then, then we also didn't have Spotify. We didn't have like... Like, I'm like music hungry. You know, I'm like always... Well, hip-hop music hungry. So like, I will... Mm-hmm. And rock music hungry. Not so much. Actually, hip-hop. So like, I will like constantly go find new rappers. And I'm like, oh, maybe there's somebody that's going to be better than mm-hmm. the old, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... But... But collectively, in the collective consciousness, we all say Eminem's the best rapper, and Game is challenging that. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we... No, but we, we found the answer, though. Because like, I was like, why do you think he's the best? You're like, oh, storytelling ability. And then I started naming other rappers that like, like Kendrick Lamar copied that. And then you're like, but you were adamant about Eminem being the best. And then we looked at your music, and it's like... So here, yeah, 2018... Like that's when his album was out, right? One of Eminem's album. Okay, and then that's when you went to go listen to it. So like you can see, all the whole top list of 2018 was Eminem's album. Okay, yeah, but all right, whatever, whatever. But right. but but no, what I'm getting to is like it's what you're listening to that year. Right, right, but but I actually disqualify you from this conversation oh. now because you don't <laughs> even listen to rap. Like you, your number one was like not even. Hip-hop. That was in 20, yeah, 2020. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Like, and I, I don't think assume... I've really used, since I got the car, I haven't really used Apple Music as much. Okay, let, let's assume. Let's assume. Which is 2021. <laughs> but but you don't listen to rap music on the ba- on the daily basis? Uh, No. Yeah, so. No, I don't. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Yeah. Think, think about how crazy this is. Actually, think about how crazy this is. I listen to. At, at least now, yeah, in, in these times, yeah. Right, so I listen to hip-hop music like. Uh, it's it's a balance between hip hop music and screamo. But looking mm. at my statistics, number one was like the first three were all hip hop. Mm. So I can be like, no, I actually think this person's better than Eminem. But then when I asked you the question, you were like, Eminem's number one. 
Right. Because that's what you know. Yeah. Right? So how many other people are doing the exact same thing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like within the category. That's why I gave I think, I think I think that was probably the thing. I think he... And then we grew up with him. I, I think that a lot of people that listen to him never listened to rap before. Thank you. Yeah. It's so just like, like Elvis. It's yeah. just like Elvis. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. what Game was saying. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense why he's number one. Because he's yes. got a bigger audience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that is why yeah. Game was saying it's cultural appropriation and it's more white supremacy that Eminem's number one. Mm. When he said that, I was like, let me really examine this statement. Because, mm. like, why why is this the thing? Mm-hmm. And I know you love Eminem. Yep. So I was like, okay, but now we, now, like, actually listen, looking at our statistics, it's like, but your point of reference for rap music is Eminem. That's why you think he's number one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But my point of reference for rap music is a huge plethora of rap music. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew those people, like, Tech Immortal and stuff. I don't, they're, like, not very good. I'm surprised they're at number one. But... Or like Tech Nine, whatever. But like, so within the actual genre of people who are are within this genre, we wouldn't say Eminem's number one. But marketing wise, collectively, like everyone within the community says Hova's number, uh, Jay Z is number one. Mm-hmm. They just give him respect. So when he was number four on that list, I was like, what? Everybody. In well, the I don't community, know what this list is. Who's made this but list? It's marketing. But Eminem is generally on the top. Right. Yeah. So this is game's question. And that's why he called that Eminem. He's like, let me bring this back. Let me like, no, I'm going to take that crown back. Cause like, why are you number one? Mm-hmm. And that was the question. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like we, we live in a world of like marketing, you know? Unless you well, drill down the information, like we just did, we actually drilled that we like ran a statistical analysis in real time. Yeah, I think it's. I wouldn't know. I don't know what that means when you say marketing, but I think it's because he's got mar- the bigger mar- audience. That's marketing. Yeah, it's the yeah. pool. It's the pool size. Yeah, he brought in more people into this. Yeah, into the, because he was the white rapper. Yeah, so he brought in the white community. Mm. So people who don't usually listen to rap. They they were in just like Elvis. That's yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. makes sense. Why Game likened him to Elvis, mm. right? Because like nobody yeah, yeah, listened yeah. to like if you watch the Elvis documentary, Elvis always credited like BB King and like all these other like yeah black same artists. thing with Eminem would do yeah right yeah because he grew up in there but he was pushed to the top as the number one mm-hmm. in the genre but they're mm-hmm. like why is a white person taking our spot yeah well it it was pushed by Dre so. But, right, because if it, if it was it a was, cash cow, it's like, oh, I can I can market this to a new demographic. Yeah, I think that's what Dre saw. Yes. Yeah. And that's the that's what Game is trying to point out now. Yeah. And this is why, again, I, I got I, I think Dre knew this was going to be controversial. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah he he's knew genius. it was controversial. He knew, yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. And he's a marketing genius. Yeah. And I think that that's what Game is trying to... That's why I think that was like in the earlier interviews, like yeah, like why is a white guy doing this? Exactly, that was that was a big thing. And, and like, if you listen to that song, uh, Black Slim Shady, he made that joke, and I was like, that's so funny because it's true. He's like, you wore a do rag for ten years and have no waves because mm-hmm. he's not black. You can't get waves in your hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I was like, that's a good line. Like, okay, so going back to it, the reason why I identify with these three rappers is not because I'm like a gangbanger or I know about that culture, but it's like, they're honest. And I think honesty is at least to me attractive, you know? Yeah. yeah of course. Cause it's like, I don't think for most people know, 
you know? It's like the red pill I was talking about. Like, how much of this red pill you want to take? I'm about to segue into the next topic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so do you, do, you have any, like, do you have anything to add on to that before I go into this red pill? No, I think you're right about the honesty thing. I think... That's why I like it. It's like those Compton rappers are honest because they see it all the time, right? Yeah. They're like, literally, game was in the, what, quote-unquote, jungle. If you watch... Um, Training Day. Okay. There's this old movie with Denzel Washington, Training Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's based in L.A. Mm -hmm. And they go to the Bloods area, right? And it's called the jungle. Yeah. Right? It's where the Bloods, like, live. They do all their, like, gangbang activity, whatever, whatever, right? And Game is from there. So they saw it. A fun fun fact, um, Dr. Dre's in Training Day. He's oh. an actor in it. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense because, like, they probably were like, we need your input to talk about reality. Well, he's from Compton. Right. So he's like, they're probably just like, we need, we'll put you as an actor and we need to know what's really going on. Because <laughs> like, how would they know about the jungle? Yeah. yeah. They right? need to, like, of no course. Yeah, yeah, going to yeah. know that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need like, to uh, pray. It's like, yeah, you need to have people that are from. Right. Or producers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> from the area. Like, like pray. They actually had indigenous producers so that they could like cross reference their stuff. Like, is this correct? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So they probably did that with like, Dr. Dre was like, is this, like, this jungle thing, is this real? You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. like, when I heard Game, like, even Game's origin story, he didn't believe that Dre wanted to listen to him. He's like, why would Dre want to talk to me? <laughs> I'm, like, this crack dealer mm -hmm. in the jungle. Y you know what Game's, <laughs> this is so, this is why I love this guy. I was listening to his interview. I was like, this is genius. You know what his original plan was? No. He wanted to work at Home Depot <laughs> so that he could become the general manager, and then that would give him enough money to leave the product like the the uh, <laughs> that sounds that like the most normal that's the most normal thing yeah because it's real to him he's like make it, he had to sell crack because he had no other way to make money but he was applying to home depot mm. like what that's yeah, the yeah. most normal thing and then that's why he didn't believe that dr dre he's like why would dr dre care about me yeah of course yeah like someone this high up yeah thinking about but Dr. is a genius. He's like, I can get the truth, and then I can market that and sell that. Mm -hmm. Right? Even Vince Staples. Vince Staples, like, the, he's from Compton as well. He wants to work. He wanted, I think he wanted to work at FedEx. That's all. But he has a criminal record. So he, right. so he can't make money else yeah, any yeah, other yeah, way. Yeah. Do you know how he got into rapping? He was hanging out with the Odd Future people, you know, like Tyler, the creator. Oh, okay. The, the, the group's called Odd Future. Okay. So you're just hanging out with them because they live kind of close. Mm. And they're like, yo, man, you should like get on this beat. And then he's like, oh, I don't know how to do any of that. They're like, all right, we'll coach you. Like time, all right, ready? <laughs> Sing now. It's the same as Easy e right? Oh, yeah. If yeah. you watch Straight Outta Compton, yeah. he was like a drug dealer. And he's like, man, I don't want to rap. And then mm. Dr. Dre was like, just follow me. Da, 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 da. And then like they did it. And then just over time, he got better, mm. right? These people just wanted normal lives. They weren't looking to become famous. Yeah. And I think that's what's so attractive to me because, like, that's why they're like, rap is an opportunity. It is not my angle. Mm -hmm. Like, Kendrick Lamar is making movies now. What? Yeah. You know, Fifty Cent too, make movies. Fifty Cent is doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's he's like, world now. He's got his own yeah. shows. But but remember, we even unpacked 50 Cent, right? Like, his first album was so hard. And then his next albums were like, why are you going commercial? It's so weird, yeah. right? 
but he needed the hard album would get him through the door make some money let's leave yeah because in the, the other albums you just have to make because you've made a deal with them exactly it's yeah, not yeah. something that you signed X it, it's like it's more like like it's not really what i want to do but it's like yeah. i have to do it yeah 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 so attractive to me anybody that's like brutally honest is like yeah i don't know you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's it's, probably like yeah there's a level of attraction to that kind of thing because it's like that's so in a world of marketing fakeness mm. we have these like few honest people mm. yeah anyways so um and I, th I feel like that's what's cool about like this podcast too it's like it's it's just our opinion yeah it's just opinion. <laughs> but that's the honesty of it yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know it's like although i do have to save some things cause i can't really say everything like you can't be too honest you know you don't you don't have fu money so like <laughs> they, you know what i'm saying so like joe rogan he's brutally honest too game brutally honest um like all these people have fu money so they can do that we still need jobs yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. imagine if we had a million dollars we'd say whatever we wanted yeah, 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 yeah i would just like go on a crazier rant than whatever's been said you know we have to kind of also toe the line because we're in the world still yeah living in society yeah but they literally they have so many millions of dollars they don't have to that's why they don't rely on marketing mm. you know it's just their name now right they're already their name is already yeah. big enough yeah and and uh like for vince staples he's like i make enough as uh, i make as much as a doctor and that's good for me mm. like because i would have never been a doctor otherwise yeah if you're doing it like it depends yeah it's all in the individual it's like um you could make a lot more but yes you're, you don't have but to. you have to do certain things and you that's what they said things. in their interviews yeah, 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 they're yeah. like yeah do i really want to do this press junket that's a lot of work for me you know do I yeah. really want to make this song because I know it'll be a radio hit? That's mm -hmm. a lot of work for me. It all depends on your lifestyle of living. So that's the yes. Like it doesn't matter how much money you have if you're if you're in a bigger mansion and you're spending so much money on just keeping yeah. upkeep with that. You're in a prison. You're yeah, in a, you're in a really nice prison. Yeah. So like, Dre, um, not Dre, Drake, um, greatest artist of all time. He surpassed Michael Jackson. Drake, literally, literally Drake. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like by plays? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's number one now. He's number two, and then he moved up to number one, just because like he's more world known. Like the music is just like played so much, whatever, whatever. But he lives near us, right? He's like one exit away from us, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. like Bayview. Yeah. In in the, um, I forgot what it's called the. Do you remember it was Forest? No, not Forest Hills. Uh. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but he's like one exit away, right? We drove, we drove past his house, remember? Yeah. And it's just really nice, but it's a prison. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not leaving, bro. You, you, yeah. That's why it's nice. Yeah. And a lot of artists say this, right? So like, um, there's a lot of uh, loneliness in that. Yes, yes. And Kendrick, um, Vince Staples, Game, they don't want to sacrifice that. Mm -hmm. They, they've like said that so many times. Like, but this is this is the lessons learned from the older rappers right it's like no no but, but drake learned from the older rapper but he wanted to elevate himself to yeah, godly he, he, status yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. no that's up to them so it's his and yeah, his yeah. and he wanted to do that right yes yeah um but he was always in the public eye uh, like not Degrassi, as much but, like, but yeah, not as much yeah, yeah. he was has that little bit of that i, I think he it's grew more, up with that you know 
I think it's more like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. just doing it, you know? Like, his music is phenomenal, though, for what it is. Like, I wouldn't put him as the best. Like, um, Kendrick battled. So this beef with Eminem and um, Game, it also happened with Kendrick and Drake. So everyone was saying Drake's the best rapper, and Kendrick got pissed. He's like, he's not a rapper, he's an entertainer. And we're talking about rappers, I'm the best rapper alive. But um, Drake is the best entertainer alive. Because, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't live the way he, he sings. Whereas they're living the way they sing. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times have you heard, like, oh, like, Drake, what are you talking about? Poorness. You grew up in, like, Forest Hills, which is, like, a rich Jewish community. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what ghetto are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the, that like, was the, the whole, that whole song, uh, Come From the Bottom. It started from the bottom. Started started from the so what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you were on Degrassi as a kid. Like, you were a child actor. What bottom are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like a lot of rappers would make fun of him for that. Mm-hmm. And regular people make fun of that. Jared yeah, yeah. does not like Drake because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but I, I, I call it like it is. You make great music. You make great music. You know, you are number two next to Kendrick on my all time play. Like I just opened it. Right. Mm-hmm. And number two was Drake mm-hmm. because like he is great, but he's not honest. So I think like that's, that's the attraction. All right, speaking of honesty, I think I've exhausted that one. And anything else about rappers? No. Okay. <laughs> Since uh, I only listen to Eminem. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no, isn't that crazy, though? <laughs> like, because I knew, I knew when I sent you that song, like this morning, like when you were like, oh, I didn't like the song. I was like, I knew you were going to say that because you love Eminem. But I was like, I don't think you're unpacking it the way I'm unpacking it. So we had to go over the song yeah, and yeah, like, because yeah. remember you're like, oh, I didn't even like the way he rapped. And I was like, no, he's making fun of Eminem. He's trying to copy his cadence, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? With the high voice and all that. And I'm like, of course it sounds weird. It sounds stupid to me too. I was like, it doesn't sound good. But it's like, it's because it's like um parody track. Mm-hmm. Anyways. so We'll okay. see if Eminem responds. I'm excited for that one though. Because Eminem's good. Like Eminem knows how to attack as well. So it's like... Yeah, but then the other fear is that Game takes this seriously, so we don't know if Game's gonna go like shoot him for real now. No, I don't think Game's taking this seriously. I think this uh, is. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know though because, because he called him. You're saying, you're saying because also it's like the title of the song, Black Slim Shady, and Slim Shady is supposed to be just the crazy one, right? He's not the actual. Maybe it's, like, I it's, guess, it's I the two know. sides of Eminem, right? Maybe Eminem sure. and Slim Shady, and Slim Shady is the one that's the crazy. Yeah, true. He didn't call himself like the real rap god or like yeah, 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 yeah. you're true you're right yeah fair fair point well yeah it could just be like but how how awkward is that for dr dre that you have two artists under you that like you brought up no i think this is like, all it, the whole thing is good marketing oh for sure no no dr dre sitting back like counting his money laughing <laughs> yeah. you know like he's like this is great for me because like because Game always gives Dr. Dre respect. He never dissed Dr. Dre in all of his albums. Even when Dr. Dre would like, Dr. Dre abandoned Game. That's why he he's nothing produced mm. by Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his album, zero production by Dr. Dre. But that's because. But why do you still? Like that's just another testament to how real you are. You didn't diss Dr. Dre. He's like, you literally gave me my career. Mm-hmm. So even though you won't produce any of my music anymore. I, I'm going to give you acknowledgement that you got me here. So he never makes fun of Dr. Dre. You know? Like, right. that's real. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Okay, anyways, we can go on forever about that. So the real topic, um, I think I might call this like, depending on how long the title is, like standing up for indigenous rights. Mm-hmm. So I did, um, yeah, how long are we at? Yeah. How much time do you have? Uh, no, I'm cap- I have my watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've been an hour in. Yeah. Oh, it's been an hour? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, all right, well. Yeah. That's fine. I know, because I got to go to If I push it to 11.45... I'm always running late. Okay. You know what's funny? They're like, why are you always rushing? I'm like, you don't know my life, bro. Like, <laughs> I literally go from one thing to the next thing as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Like, after jujitsu, I got to come back, pick up Tara, go to my cousin's event. Like, I'm jam-packed every day. Yeah. Anyways, so um, so I did the training, and I was going off to you and Tara's, but, like, I didn't know any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Everyone talks about like truth and reconciliation. We all do land acknowledgments. We're all like, oh, indigenous rights. We got to stand up for them. And I was also like, I mean, let's be brutally honest here. I read the book and I was read that one book because I was like, what's going on with like all this stuff? Like, I was like, why are we doing all these land acknowledgments? It seems superficial to me. Like, why do we even care? Everyone's doing it. But like, do you even know why you're doing it? I don't think most people know why we're doing it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And like, oh, it's just something that they legally had to do, blah, 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 right? So I read that book, and it was pretty mind-blowing um, from na- treaty nation to treaty peoples. And I was like, oh, they have no rights. And I was like, wow, that's pretty messed up. But it didn't really make me care enough. Sad to say. Like, it's, I, I had to pause there. To be like, It didn't really make me care enough. But am I just the only one that actually admits that? Like, really, are you going to tell me that you really cared about this? You don't even know anything about it. Mm. No, I mean, to yeah, people yeah, yeah. who like, you know, advocates. Do you really know what the issue is? You know, like, we got to, every child matters. Why? No, I don't think most people know what the issue is. And I think everyone's gravitating towards residential schools. That's what started yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh, truth and reconciliation. We got to reconcile the injustice of the indigenous people, the, um, the, what was it? the wow, what was it called? I just lost my train of thought. The the schools, what do they call residential schools? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know, I know. I just <laughs> I have like five steps ahead of where I want to take this. So, like, okay. Um, so, like, everyone's like, Yeah, the residential schools are so bad. The mass graves that's yeah. really what started it, right? The mass graves, and people got so mad. Yeah, I think it's the terminology of mass graves that's also right. Issue. It sounds, sounds terrible. Like, and, and everyone's like, Oh, remember the LIDAR thing? Well, we didn't dig up the grave. So we yeah, don't yeah, actually yeah. know. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, that's Like, yeah, technically we don't really know. Yeah. Like, so, all right. My, we concern, still don't know. We still don't know, <laughs> but whatever. Well, that's a small issue yeah, compared yeah. to everything. So everyone's focusing on death, 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 death. Right. Yeah. You know why? It's because everyone thinks, and they said this in the program. And I was like, dude, I didn't even think about that. When we were growing up, we all assumed that the indigenous people got killed off or moved off the land because of the white people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, the British and French came over, colonized the area, and now the indigenous are just salty because they got colonized. Mm-hmm. So we all think it's about colonization. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. 99%. Would you agree? Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's what you, you would assume, too. Yeah. yeah. I reading history. I, th- I thought that we were reading history books and being like, oh, that's really sad what we did to those indigenous people. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. Okay? So this program was made in partnership by RBC. Um, I think I'll put the link in the description notes in case you want to uh, check it out. Because I think but it's only open until 
August 31st to register, but you have until December 31st to do the program. Okay. I don't know why they're doing I think it should be a forever content. I don't know what they're doing, like why it's expiring. Because it's so valuable. So mm-hmm. RBC funded this thing with the Indigenous, the University of the Indigenous Studies, and they made this program. It's a, it, they say it's three hours, but that's a friggin' lie. It took me like five hours. <laughs> And that killed my whole workday, but whatever. So what really happened was the French and the British came to Canada. They were fighting with the indigenous because the indigenous made up the majority of the land Mm -hmm. and they were like losing. So they're like, we need to create treaties so that we can work with these indigenous because we're just getting slaughtered. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Because it makes freaking total sense. Because you're not bringing like... Hundred ships. You're bringing you bring, exactly. like two ships. Thank of like you. how many people? Thank you. So logically, just logically thinking about it, that actually makes total sense. You didn't bring thousands of ships with people. You brought like yeah, like let's say ten ships. Yeah, let's say right? yeah. maximum. Let's say you had a hundred people on there. Ten times ten, you had a hundred people. You had one thousand people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but they so they call um, Mexico, uh, Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. They call that Turtle Island. Mm. So the, I thought Turtle Island was a small place because you're like island, right? Yeah. So when you hear the term Turtle Island, it's because they inhabited all three areas. Mm-hmm. They lived off the land for 4,000 years, uh, assumed. like they, That's as far back as they could date. For 4,000 years, you lived on this gigantic landmass called Turtle Island, mm-hmm. which is Mexico, America, and, US, and Canada. Yeah. So you really think a thousand people are going to slaughter like hundreds of thousands of indigenous, mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That logically makes no sense. Yeah. And like, oh, a smallpox came in. Really? You think that took out like 90% of the population? I wouldn't think so. Mm-hmm. Right. And the immune system we saw with COVID, you're going to adapt. So maybe it'll take out like, you know, 40% or whatever. Whatever the kill rate is, right? Sure. Okay, so I'm just going through the argument, right? Of like, yeah, of course you're losing, so you have to make a treaty, okay? So they made their treaty. Like, you can trade on this land, we're going to work with you, blah, blah, blah. So then America got formed. And then America was like, we can take over Canada too. So they started to come up north. And then the French and the British were like, oh, snap, we're going to become Americans. We're not going to become Canadians. We're not going to have our own land, right? Or crown land. Well, a crown land, yeah, sure. Whatever. I don't know what these terminology, but yeah, crown land. But crown land means yeah, queens. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like this new thing called America is going to come up and destroy us. Yeah. Okay. So they were like, "Oh crap, we can't take them out on our own." So they asked for the help of the indigenous. The indigenous in the Canada portion of Turtle Island was like, um, "Sure, but we have to promise that we're going to share it equally, equitably." is the term that we use now. Okay. It's said in the definition. They want equitable uh, land ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. okay. So they made this, this sash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wampum yeah, yeah. sash or the whatever. The belt, Wampum belt, yeah. So they made this belt. And to them, it's like a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. It's like before, like it's like if we yeah, wrote a contract. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's their version of contract because they don't have any English, right? So they're like, if I give you this belt, that means that we will uphold this treaty for indefinitely mm-hmm. right and then the french and the british were like totally we need your help let's band together 
So lo and behold, they work together as a trio. They kick out the Americans, and Canada gets formed. Okay? Mm-hmm. So from that Canada thing, what happened was the French and the British conspired to take out the indigenous. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they're still pretty strong. We could own this whole thing if we just kick them out. So they started making laws like uh, laws backed by the Pope back in Rome because mm-hmm. they were Christian saying that indigenous are not human. Right. So with that decree, they declared war on the indigenous. Mm-hmm. And from there, that's when you start to have a battle again. But by this time, you have enough people over, you have enough logistics, you can actually start to really, like, take them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then, and then they were like, okay, we'll give you the land that we promised, which is reserves. Actually, even though uh, that's the case, but they don't own anything on reserves. Exactly. Bro, it get, that, uh, that's another crazy part, right? Yeah. So It's not like, actually, no, no, it, they didn't give them reserve lands. They put them in reserve lands till they assimilated. Exactly. That's what they wanted to do. Bro, mind blow. So you told them, hey, hey, this is the land we promised you, bro. Like, this is your part, bro. Like, no, we're keeping the deal. Reserves. You get that part. And they're like, okay, cool. We can live on these reserves. Right. And the way they did it was, uh, I was watching all these interviews, or um, uh, on the reserves and through the Indian Act. Okay, I didn't even get to that. I didn't even get uh, to we'll that get, Okay, yet. get to that, then I'll, I'll okay. continue. Okay, all right. So so they started slaughtering them. So when you look at Canada now, right, where is the French-speaking area? Because remember, it's British, French, Indigenous, mm-hmm. right? So British, we all know, Toronto, Vancouver. Like, they're, most of it is English-speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then we have to learn French as a part of our um, studies here. School, Everyone yeah. has to do it. Elementary and high school. Everyone has to do it. Elementary. Was school. it in elementary? Yeah, it was in elementary. Oh, yeah. okay. From kindergarten all the way up. French? Yeah. No. Yeah, man. I've been doing it forever. No, I never they didn't have French. Oh, maybe in your school they didn't. But yeah, I do, like, French was, uh, I think, seven and eight. Oh, shoot. So you didn't even do it that long, bro. No. no we did it from kindergarten to I don't think we did. School. Yeah, it was just seven, eight, and then nine, and then I stopped. Yeah, um, kindergarten up to grade nine. That was it mm. for me. Okay. Oh, you only had to do three years. That's, yeah, that's I think why you only... don't even know it, bro. <laughs> like I, I barely know. I'm like. Qu'est-ce que c'est? That's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Je ne, je ne comprends pas. That's what I always <laughs> say. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that would piss off our, our <laughs> fun French note. So like, um, I had this one French teacher who's like, you can only respond in French. No, no, no. So I learned je ne comprends pas. So every time she would say it to me, I'm like, ha, ha, ha je ne comprends pas. And it's like, well, technically, those are your rules. I can right. only respond in French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I had the same thing with, I think it was like grade eight. They were trying to speak all in French. And I was like, no, I don't understand. He's, yo, I know. And I, and I was, was like, so I, didn't, I, I think so I was like rude. the only one that's like, and nobody else understands. Yeah, it, I, it's so rude. And exactly. no one's saying that. No. It's the truth, though. We're, we're just truth tellers, bro. That's why I like the game. Oh, and, so then she, and then she asked the class, and which was true. <laughs> Nobody understood. Yes, and this goes back to the first topic, which is marketing and how we live as a collective society. Nobody wants to admit the truth. Mm. That's why I was like, I had to pause as I was saying, like, who really understood? The, I, I didn't even understand it, you know? Like, I'm just the only one admitting it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you too. Like, nobody knows what you're talking about, miss. Like, yeah. come on. So anyways... Not to be rude to the French, but so if you think about, all right, where do you have to go to learn French? Like, where, where is the French congregated in Canada? In Quebec. Exactly. Yeah. So they got their land. Mm. 
where do you have to go to learn about the like speak indigenous or like learn about the culture there's no specific place exactly reserves yeah, I mean, Thunder Bay is interesting. They have, I was going to say Thunder Bay, yeah. but I've never been, so. So they have signs in Cree language. Okay, so well. one area. Like, okay. I guess all three. French, English, and okay, okay. Cree. But how can we... Remember, to go back to your brother's point, we should make indigenous one of the languages. I'm like, fair is fair. If it was made by the three of you, it should be. Mm-hmm. That It all goes back to that one freaking pact. So everyone's focusing on... Oh, residential schools are bad. Oh, blah, blah blah. That's because you have a you have a misguided view of history. Nobody was really paying attention. Until like, yeah, that's fair. All right, you know what? Nobody's paying attention. <laughs> nobody really cared. Let's be honest. Nobody cared. That's true. Nobody. Nobody yeah, cared. Yeah, we most were all comfortable. Don't. Yeah, most people don't. But now that now that with the internet, like that's why we're in the age of enlightenment. I did an online program filled with videos, filled with historical documents. I was like, what the hell? Why doesn't everybody know this? Like, this is the foundation of why we're all angry. Yeah, this is not the stuff. It's like, um, it's not the stuff that we're taught in history. It's, it's uh, what right? Faraz Zahabi calls small circle conversations. So I didn't even hear about this term. So, you know, I'm trying to red pill everyone. Yeah. yeah Remember, yeah. Like, I, I say that <laughs> I like dropped that red pill and nobody responded to me. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, it's because it's meant for small circles. <laughs> like philosophers literally called it small circle conversations. Oh, okay. Okay. Like. Socrates, Aristotle, they're like, they're we're not going to tell everyone, bro. We're just going to keep it between you and I. Well, they did like that. Then they did a school, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, well. they're like, maybe we should band together and we should educate the public. Which is, which is not like the perspective, which is not Socrates' perspective. Like, that's not what he wanted, right? He school, didn't... Yeah, yeah, right. Well, all right. We'll, we'll ignore philosophy but now. But that's, that's human, though, right? That we're going to do... Yeah, 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 totally. We can't all know every information, et cetera, et cetera. But I Anyways. just think fundamentally, to be fair, to go back to this treaty, this wampum belt, this what are you trying to reconcile like it's called truth and reconciliation so truth i get it you wanted us to know the history but what are you trying to reconcile the deaths that's what i thought mm. like yeah it does suck that we killed you we genocide you we'll admit that uh we slaughtered your people oops are bad mm-hmm. you know so now we're going to do land acknowledgements to admit that we are monstrous people mm-hmm. right Technically not us, because we're not French or British. Just saying. But anyways, um, yeah. j- just to say, like, we're not um, we're not savages anymore. That was my assumption. Mm-hmm. Turns out that the reason why you do land acknowledgments goes back to what they want to reconcile. Is So they want to reconcile that Canada should be a trio, because we, we were promised a trio. Mm-hmm. So the land math, they did statistics. Canadians, quote-unquote Canadians, French and British, uh, yeah, French and British, they constitute 99% of the entire landmass of Canada, okay? The indigenous, they quote-unquote own, because you're right, they don't actually own that land, um, 0.2%, 0.2. So what they're saying with this whole reconciliation is what happened to our deal? yeah. And now let's put this in human terms because people are like, oh, I still don't get it. Like, right? So this is this is my analogy that I came up with. I can't wait to drop this on somebody. I don't know if I might drop it at work. I'm, that's a bit of a big red pill for me. <laughs> but anyways, so if if I was like, hey, man, do me this project. It'll take a month. I'll pay you at the end of the project. End of the project comes. You did your part. You worked so hard. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to pay you. Yeah. You'd be like, what the hell, bro? Mm-hmm. You owe me all this money. Mm-hmm. So that's a very tiny 
that that feeling that you got when I gave you that example, like, oh, that's not right. That's what they felt. And then from that one thing sprung out being slaughtered. So I didn't even add to that, that I will also kill you and your people. Yeah. I'll assimilate your people on top of, so you will have no more culture, no more identity on top of the fact that I won't pay you. Mm-hmm. How crappy does that sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you look at it through those terms, it's like, I understand why we're doing the land acknowledgement. The mm-hmm. reason why we're doing it is because we're acknowledging that there is a third party here. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like saying, right. oh, Canada. Mm-hmm. I get it now. At the uh, Initially, I was like, oh, this is so superficial. But it's like, oh, it's like the old Canada. You just want to be a part of the team because mm-hmm. you were a part of the team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? It makes total sense now. Yeah. And it feels less disingenuous. Mm-hmm. But... Again, like when I when I, but I think the, people need to know that if people exactly. don't know that, then that's why truth comes first. Yeah. Truth and reconciliation. You got to educate the public and then reconcile what was because what they said in the thing is like we know we can't go backwards in time, but yeah, we that's true. Yeah, they acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah, like residential schools happened. Yeah. Everything happened. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you broke your promise. Totally cool. Even even there was like a, in that interview thing I was watching where they had a. I don't oh, do I didn't get to sorry sorry Indian Act let me just quickly do this because oh, okay. you wanted to build off that so Indian Act um, the British introduced the Indian Act and that basically it said that you, they couldn't vote but that changed actually in 1962 apparently yeah there's been some there's, um, there's some changes yeah there's been some changes over time right so um, there's all these like you can't own a certain amount of land. You can't own a certain amount of land. That's in their thing. Yeah, indigenous yeah, yeah. people. That was in the, in the original thing was really, uh, uh, like really not like really de- de- dehumanize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what they wanted was the assimilation. Assimilation. At the end result. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Through the Indian Act, you yeah. are not really a people. They even called it Indian Act. Yeah, wait, but uh, wait, 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 wait. Here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. It's still in effect today. Yeah. We're in twenty freaking twenty two. Mm-hmm. And the indigenous are fighting to get that removed from um, legislation. However, not all. Oh, not all. All right. So when you say not all, I think that is just miseducation. No, you I don't think it's miseducation. History, Why uh, would you want to keep that? Why would you want to keep it? No, no, that? no. I think that um, what they were saying was like some of these chiefs didn't want to remove it because this was in a way. I think if you removed it, it's like kind of like chaos. Also. What chaos? Um, well, how, how? I don't know. Wait, no, no, but hold on, wait. Actually, let's unpack because, that idea. Because it, this was the only thing that was actually identifying them as not Canadians. Right. but Which in, is what they... For sure. But if you removed it... We're in 2022 now. We understand you are yeah, indigenous. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we can remove that. But it's still in effect today. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. What I'm, So sure, yeah. All right, that's the one thing that... I'm saying that like, I don't know when this when this Chiefs talked about that. But that's what I'm... Exactly. Yeah. exactly this was I, like maybe years, years ago. Years, years ago. Yeah. But we understand that indigenous are a people. I understand that because you want to, you want to, you know, because the book that I read, uh, Treaty Nation and Treaty Peoples. Damn, money trick time. Okay, it, we're still yeah. good. Um, Treaty Nation and Treaty Peoples. The, in that book, it said, okay, you're Indian, right? You're actual, not not native. You're actually Indian. I'm Filipino. Mm-hmm. We have countries to represent our ethnicity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Indigenous have zero countries to yeah, represent yeah. their indigenous. Mm-hmm. That, that's that was a mind blow to me. I was like, what? You know, because we they literally got kicked off the land. So I get that chief's point. It's the one thing that signifies that we're we're still in the game. Yeah, or like that we're not Canadian. We're, we're not Canadian. We are it's, it's indigenous totally, for sure, for sure, for sure. Sport, so. But we're in twenty twenty two now. 
So that can be removed. If that's the one argument you have, we no, 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 I'm not saying that was the one argument. No, no, I, I know that's like the yeah. key argument, right? Like that stuck out in your mind from that interview, yeah. right? So, because like, why would you want to keep it? It's it basically says we're not human. Mm -hmm. That's literally what the app yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. So here's the crazier part: they don't have enough enough collective power to vote against the abolishment of the Indian Act. Mm -hmm. What the hell? So you need to ask for allies to help you. Yeah, yeah. And if the ally doesn't understand the issue, for me, now that I'm educated, I'm like, dude, I would vote to abolish the Indian Act. But if you went to a regular person, hey man, should we abolish the Indian Act? Like, what is the Indian Act? Yeah. Don't even know. So that's mm -hmm. why truth comes first, learn your history, then reconcile from the truth. Mm -hmm. It makes total, I thought it was just some BS thing that we had to all learn. You know, we have 94 truths and reconciliation, these promises we need. Because right. they were, like, pushing that so much, and I was like, what? what's going yeah, on? Yeah. I don't know. You know. So I think one of the uh, – that's what I was trying to – I was – in that interview, they brought up NISCA. I don't know what that is. Uh, that's in the BC. Oh, okay, cool. So they have uh, – that's one of the um, – why it's not really being talked about, because it's actually working. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, that, that's, like, they can vote on their own party, okay. their own team – and and uh, that's uh, they have their own land. So, so you know what I see that as? It's a pilot study. It's like, hey, it'll work. Now give us more land because we're still only occupying zero point two percent. Like how how much land does the French have? Right. Yeah. Qu they have Quebec. Mm -hmm. You know, which includes Montreal. Like even in Ottawa, you you have to like you have to be bilingual. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. That's why it's it's um it's a long process because that was going on for years, right? Yeah. And only in. I think I said 2000, where it was actually oh, okay. like final agreement happened. Oh, interesting. Right. So uh, it's been going on for now 20, 20 years, 22 years, right? So, mm. so uh, you can actually see how it worked. Yeah. It and, worked. It's, and it's actually really, because they kept bringing that up and, and in, um, in like a round table kind of discussion with other um, like professors of native Indian, like yeah, professors yeah, yeah. or indigenous. They, they, you know, all right, so they went into definitions of this. I didn't even know this. They don't like the term native Indian yeah. because it's like, they don't like the term aboriginal because it, I, I was wondering about that too, because everyone's oh, okay. is aboriginal. So the reason why they don't like that term is because ab means not from. Oh, really? So it means they're not from here and they oh, don't like that. I know, dude. Etymology is crazy. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's why they don't like the word aboriginal if you use it, because it means we're not from here. But mm -hmm. they are from here. They're mm -hmm. here first. Yeah, yeah. So they go with indigenous because it's just like blanket name. The first indigenous yeah. means like the first people. Or... Uh, you can say like first nations, but that only constitutes uh, Cree, Métis, and Haudenosaunee. No, there's so many others, right? Is it, that's why they go with indigenous because it's yeah. like you're only doing three. So you're like first nations, like, well, what about us? <laughs> so we just go with indigenous now. Yeah. So the Niska Nation is is very interesting. Okay, how that worked out. But the thing is, like, that was with the Canadian government and the BC government. Oh, okay, cool. in that whole nice and the Niska um, Nation. Oh, okay, cool. So that the problem, the issue is, you have to do this thing with each province. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's why I say pilot study. If you do it good once, you show it works, then you can move on, move yeah. on, move on. It's like but it all depends on the types of leaders that you have. Exactly, picked. dude. This that's the tricky right. part. It's like, even though you're pointing to a great example, that's a great pilot study. Yeah. But what they want is, give us back the deal. That's all they want. You promised. Who I cares? get that. They either, no, no, I get that. I get that. What you're saying, but that's a, that a you, you have three parties talking. Exactly. But no, no. Here's the it's trip. not just two. You have three parties, and the voice of one party is basically nothing, 
because it's based off of like yeah, 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 yeah. percentage of ownership, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, British own most of this land, so we get the biggest vote, and the French, like, they don't really get that. Remember the whole thing when we were kids, like, Quebec wanted to separate from... Yeah, that's still kind of like... still kind of a thing. But you're like, why would that happen? Makes no sense. Mm -hmm. But then when you find out that British, French, and Indigenous created Canada, it makes total sense Mm -hmm. because the French are like, why did you get the bigger part of the deal? Everything makes sense when you look at history, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're like... Like, even my parents, like, everyone, the collective, oh, those those damn Quebecers, they don't know what they're doing. I hear it all the time, right? <laughs> don't you? They're like, oh, those Quebecers, like, they're weird. But it's like, no, they had equal ownership. It was a three-party team mm-hmm. to take out the Americans. Yeah. If you actually storytell it like that, I, like, remember when we had COVID and I was like, I don't think we have a covid issue we have a marketing issue i don't think we have an indigenous issue we have a marketing issue for the indigenous like Mm -hmm. it's education you know yeah yeah, yeah. if you understood that and like if you if you listen to this story and you don't think that's a raw deal you are a colonial and what is colonial lie cheat steal (laughs) right and that's what capitalism is Mm -hmm. so you know when they talk about like capitalism is colonial or like our system is all right. They say systemically we're capital, uh, we're colonial. It's because we got built in the British system, right? Okay. But capitalism, when you think of Wall Street, lie, cheat, steal. Mm-hmm. You know how many other things have you heard of? Like um, every rich person wasn't has done something bad in their past to get rich. That's the general that's assumption. Just, that's the general. That's cap capitalist assumption, right? right? But that's literally what they did. The mm-hmm. British lied, oh, yeah, cheated, yeah. steal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what they're in the videos, it was so heartbreaking to see. Like, I won't even go into, like, the I mean, it, it the gets room. into a lot of things. It's even, yeah, they lied, cheat, and steal. This is with the indigenous. And then it's like, they when, they, when they colonize other areas and, and who are setting up the borderlines of this country is this is their border exactly these are all these it's it's the colonizers yes (laughs) it's the europeans yeah yeah actually well when they were defining colonialism they brought up japan as a colonialist country because they went in and i see it because they went into philippines too they like separated us and the spanish were also like they like colonialism like british just made it the most popular there were the biggest they were the biggest wasn't there like a famous line where the sun never sets on the crown, like on the British. Oh, that's a cool line. Yeah, oh, the sun cool never line. sets on the British, or the the crown. The sun never sets on the crown. Ooh, that's a good line. <laughs> that's a good line because we own every part of the world. <laughs> that's basically that's it. a good line. <laughs> but it's true though, right? So like, like I just want to hammer that home. You made a promise that you're just not keeping. Yeah, yeah, that's what ever. But this is the thing, right? This is it's now it's the deal was with the British and French. British and French are not technically here. It is yes, now Canadian. Exactly. So they want their piece of the pie now. They're yeah. like, bro. I think you can. I think that can happen now. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I'm optimistic for the future. Yeah, I think. But no, no. But I think it comes first with truth. Why is it truth and reconciliation? We all need to know what's going on. Like, I took this course in five hours, and I, now my Tara's being funny. She's like, "Oh, now you're an indigenous advocate." I'm like, "I really am," because that's like. If I was in that position, I'd be like, dude, that sucks. Because mm. I've been in that position yeah. where, like, I worked for as a freelancer, and then, like, they just don't want to pay you. Mm. And then you're like, oh, my God, bro. Like, now I have to, like, bring it to the next level. Like, that's why I got out of the freelance game. Because I'm like, you have to chase down your money. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to chase down my money? Right. We had a promise. 
That's what the indigenous felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I have to chase down what you promised me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let me go back to the other point with the reserves. Yeah. And now that you've brought up the Indian Act. So they, uh, they had to get... Um, permission to leave the reserves yes 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 yes, yes. they had a system they had a system yeah they had an indian agent yes or something like that and what they said is and um, then also it's not like like the reason they put them in reserves and then like you're seeing the development of rest of canada happening it was for them to like when they go out and see it's like well i want to join that so that was the part of the assimilation idea yes bro (laughs) yes dude your work all right Oh, I'm out of time, but there's a lot of craziness. So with the past system, they brought that. I was like, "What the hell, bro?" All right, yeah, yeah. the six. Even even the um, name, like you can tell your, your real name, and the guy that was that he was interviewing has a white name. But okay. because in order to leave the reserves, you have to you, you give, give them your real identity. name, and then they're like, "Okay, you're Bob." This. Yeah. Yes, bro. <laughs> How crazy is that? But, you know, think about the past system. It's like, it's like, hey, you guys are on your land, bro. Our promise is you get to be on that land. But while they're on that land, all right, let's quickly build up. Let's build up. Let's build the city. Yeah, exactly. And then when you come back, you're like, dude, what happened to our forests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, we, well, you weren't supposed to be here. Kill them. Well, it wasn't that. It was more like just join us. Um, for, for sure for sure but what it said in the the education is the past system they actually didn't allow most people to use that no the, in in the beginning they uh yes but then it was the point was to eventually get them to but why wouldn't you let them it, use it? it no no it's like you would you would lose the the rights of being um, indigenous but for sure for sure but why would you do that because you're you're being like hold on hold on just stay over here don't pay attention to until, what we're until, yeah, yeah, until yeah. we're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. now, how are you going to take out our city, bro? Now I'm driving through Toronto, and I'm like, how is the indigenous supposed to take us back? Like, if you were an indigenous tribe, you're really going to fight a city? I'm going to lock my door, bro. What do you got? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, we have infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to keep them on a reserve, not allow them to build infrastructure, let us build infrastructure, bring in our tanks, bring in our whatever, bring in more boats full of people with guns. Hey, like hurry up your goddamn boats bro yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to like kill these people mm. like really think about how how manipulatively it is genius like you gotta call a spade a spade this is a very genius strategic move but i would say i if i was on the other end of it i would feel cheated yeah yeah of course. like if you actually look at like yeah right and then to piggyback off what you said another crazy thing is the 60s scoop where mm-hmm. they would just go into in the 1960s they would go in to these indigenous areas, scoop up the children, and bring them to schools for months at a time. And you couldn't not let them do it. So the indigenous women were like, yeah, that, that what was about the, our the, the, kids? Yeah, there was another thing, too, where um, in the interview was like, uh, you had to register your kids. Bro, right? Oh, well, technically we do that here, too. No, 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 no. It's not, like, it's not the same. It's, it's a very different, because it's like they could... There, there is this fear. This lady was speaking of the fear that they could just take my kids away. That's still that oh, fear. No, still, oh, exists. I see. You're saying no register is in like not, yeah, 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 not register so you know you have a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, so yeah, the fear that they might take your kids away, which is what they did. Yeah, they scooped up literally sixty scoop because nineteen sixties they scooped up mm-hmm. the children, mm-hmm. brought them to these re-education centers, right? And then what was crazier was the quotes because then the kids would come back and they'd be like, I hate my mom and dad. Why do you hate them? Cause they're Brown and they made me this way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that is so sad. Yeah. You re you took them as a youth. 
Because how do you how do you change the mind of a nation? Education, mm-hmm. which is if you go back to the KGB agent. Remember, he said it takes fifteen years to reeducate a population. They're using the same tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's education is the most fundamental thing we have because if you don't continuously educate yourself on the truth or like what actually happened, then you're lost Mm -hmm. because you don't even know what's true anymore. How did that indigenous kid go back to their parents and be like, I hate you because I'm brown like you. You made me this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's heartbreaking. Like, wow. And, and, but to go back to it though, it's like how much of the red pill are you willing to take? Cause this is the brutal honesty, Mm -hmm. but to know this, it undoes your worldview. I was literally, I was at the circus yesterday with your brother and and my sister. I was like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I can't believe that this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. But then I started thinking, we're doing this on indigenous land. And it started to like spiral me into a negative, like it kind of killed my vibe. Right. Right. And it's like, because now I know the truth. Yeah. And like, how can you live with yourself after knowing the truth? Well, now that we're already here, what do we do to fix it? That's, that's and, the, and that's yeah. why I love what they said, truth and reconciliation. They're like, we can't change the past. Yeah. Um, residential schools, yep, it happened. Yeah. Assimilation, 60 scoop, past system, it all happened. Yep, yep it happened. But we want to reconcile. We want to educate you first, truth, and then reconcile the promise you guys made yep. back then. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like... let's just remember that you were losing and then you made treaties. The French and the British were losing to the indigenous. So they made treaties. You're already losing. So you have to do something to not lose. No, I get that. I get that. And then America's coming and you're like, Oh, we can lose even more. Mm -hmm. So let's band together. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Let's band together, fight off them. The thing is, I get that. And then the indigenous said, the indigenous were in a position of power and they said, okay, fine. You're already winning. And you said, okay, fine. Let's work together. And then, then they just use their trickery mm-hmm. and look where we are today. Mm-hmm. That's bananas, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You were winning. Mm-hmm. You could have been like, no, you guys are on your own. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. We know we can take out the Americans. And then, but the yeah. British and French needed it. So then they made, they literally made their most sacred item, the the wampum belt. Mm-hmm. And they said like, it wasn't just like, oh, we're handing this over. They had to do like peace pipe ceremonies. They had to, like, they were going into it. Like it was a whole thing. Could you imagine being freaking British or French and like taking part in that and just being like, oh, I'm just going to lie to you right now. You're going to think I'm really mean this, but like the only thing that really matters is the word of God and the word of the queen. Mm-hmm. That's a dick move. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm so heated about this. That's why it's very interesting to see today or now where the they went, um, they had like, um, uh, what's the word? Where like the committee going to, to the Pope. Oh, interesting. Right? Like that all happened. That's why then the Pope came here. But he said, no, he's saying sorry about the residential schools. Yeah. But, it's that, like, but, but if you I know, I get that. And mm-hmm. I think they also went, there was also talks with the 
the crown as well. Oh, that's interesting. If I remember. Yeah, correctly. that's cool. So there's like, there's more of a, at this time, yeah, 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 yeah. there's more, has been more of an attention at it since the residential school situation. Yeah, for sure. Which has brought more light to it, right? Which is great because this was an online program. Anybody mm-hmm. could take this free online mm-hmm. program. Again, description in the YouTube comments or um, wherever, uh, not comments, description below in Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, wherever you listen to this. But you, you were saying, uh, were you going to continue? I'm saying that there's bringing a more light to it. I feel like there will yeah. be more people... Uh, as heated as I am. Like, yeah. being like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, if you knew... And then I started, like, tripping out, like... Um, I really got to go, damn. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was tripping out... Uh, our last thing. I was tripping out thinking about um, the logo of Canada. Yeah. The, um, Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf, yeah. There's three... Because it was a trio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Think about that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's three leaves. There's three like edges on the maple leaf. Mm-hmm. Canada, British, and Indigenous. And then I started thinking, like, what would the flag look like if you added like those three logos? I started like going to my design phase. Is it even like the red, white, and red again? Yeah, it's three again. Yeah. Why? Because it was a trio. We all forgot that it was a trio. Like that. That's why I really respect what the Indigenous are saying. To like. Why are we focusing on the residential schools? That sucks for sure. Like, but that's not the main issue. We're trying to reconcile our promise. Yeah, that's but, the main attention where it should now go. Where towards. it should now go to. But my my perspective is like it was a marketing issue because when I think about reconciliation, I think about like saying sorry for the dead kids. Yeah. And you're like, but that's a non. They're they're lit- like it made it sound callous to me, like coming from me. But they're literally saying that's a non-issue. That was the past. Mm-hmm. We just want our promise. Mm-hmm. Think about that, everyone. Yeah. My freaking blow. I can't even like. I don't know. I feel so like. I'll show you the interview too. It's very interesting. Wait, wait, the right, discussion wait. of them all. I'm I'm also interacting. Like, I think I should. I don't want to leave you with a negative note. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch that thing. Maybe we can even do a part two next week if I educate myself more. Oh, I really gotta go. Damn. All right. So so all right. Last thing. Last thing. Um. So as I was doing this program, I was being like contacted by um, Caucasian people I know. Okay. They were sending me photos of their kids. I was like, oh, what a cute kid. And then, if you, but I was taking this program as I was responding to them. And to me, taking the Taoist perspective is just, it, it just happened. You're sending me a photo of your kid. You're, you're Caucasian. You don't even know what this is, bro. Like mm-hmm. education don't let your education steer you towards hate. That's what I want to, that's what I want to end with yeah, is yeah, like, now that I true. know I'm like, I was still being so like, they're like, Oh yeah, this is cute. Here's my kid. I was like, Oh my God, these kids are so cute. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, Oh, you're so lucky to have that child. I could have been like, goddamn colonial. Like, look at what you did, you know? But it's like, you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. But we can't do that either. Cause then it's the same thing. We're doing the opposite way. What do you mean? Like hate on them? Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Because you're, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. An eye for an eye will make the whole world go blind. Yeah. Right? That's what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, Jesus called indigenous people not human. No, no, not him, not him. The, the Christians, <laughs> right? They, the Pope said that. He decreed that, that they're not human. Yeah. Well, we're all human that makes those. We're all different Popes that are yeah, saying that. Yeah, 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 fair. <laughs> all right. Oh my god! All right, last final, final, final thing. My aunt, um, she moved from her. She works for the government, and she moved departments to work for the families 
of indigenous mm-hmm. they have this like department now she's like oh this would be interesting like let me join this and she says that the stuff that she's like watching or like has to educate herself herself on for the department is like so horrific like most of the time that their team is like just turn it off because like they would use those children in the residential schools as like test subjects so like what does it what is it like if we inject you with arson mm. oh that's what happens oh what happens if we don't let somebody sleep okay oh that's what happened you know like uh field mice yeah they just treated them like that because they're not human crazy what mm. would it be like if we just peeled your skin off do you think that would hurt like what mm-hmm. and even after all that even if that doesn't make your blood boil the indigenous are still like that happened it's a non-issue but as long as but at least that this is happening within the government too that they're teaching yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's not like hidden away. Yeah, it's not hidden away. Yeah. Well, because of this, the, in the um, uncovering of the bodies thing that was like all over social media. Yeah, I, I watched this movie that was really good about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. with the res- res- uh, with residential schools. The priest one, and like he met him back. He did hockey or something. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, it was a. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was in the residential schools who then fell in love with hockey and then oh, all the nice. stuff that happened. But then it's a sad story at the end because, but a lot of it, a lot of the people go through the same, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. same scenario where life has made a, like uh, the trauma of the past yeah, yeah. comes back. And then that's how they get involved in all the drugs mm, and, yeah, yeah. and the drinking. Yes. So, so the, 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 yeah. So the story was a very, it may not, it's not a true story, but it's a very true story yeah. to a lot of the people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. But but I don't one that just makes me feel so bad. Like I was watching like before they even got into the legalities, they were showing you what like reserves look like. Mm-hmm. And so many people were killing themselves and it, it, they call it Candace. That's what they were yeah, that's exactly the thing. Yeah. yeah. People were just uh being uh his kids. They were away from their parents. They were yeah, stolen yes, from their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sixty so, scoop. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they're gonna like harming themselves and stuff trying yeah. to get, like get out or they're trying to trying to leave escape yeah, but then totally. they get caught like there's just not a yeah no, no it's yeah. just not good yeah but it's, <laughs> you know uh, another statistic is Canada is the second best country to live in they're showing yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, it yeah, but on indigenous land it's ranked 64th mm-hmm. best mm-hmm and they literally call it Canada's Third World. Right. I think you can go to like CanadasThirdWorld.ca and then it's like, I didn't go to it. It was like external study, but I was mm-hmm. like, nah. Right. This is just stuff so sad, bro. Yeah. But, but, like, but I think like it, it, that is all that stuff that's sad. I, there, this guy was really pushing the what, what's happening with the Niska Nation. I think that's, yeah, look, that's look the at thing. Optimism. That's where yeah. we have to be focused and, on and what and, we need to do. And that's why when people were like, they're like, oh, look at the atrocities of the indigenous. Like, they're trying to tell me to read these books. I'm like, no, I know it's bad. I've seen like Holocaust videos, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to look at the sadness. Yeah. Like, I know it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just going to hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. But let's just look at the legality. Yeah. And if you look at it legally, like, we all know that that sucks. But like, because you can always go with the argument of like, yeah, that's pretty bad. But you know what happened to Jews, right? You know what happened to the Italians yeah, under yeah, Stalin, yeah. right? You just you now always making... make it worse. You know? yeah. Well, it's, at least it's not North Korea. Yeah. You yeah. know? But it's like, yeah, I say, ignore that. It could always be worse. What are the legalities? You promised us a three-party system. Mm-hmm. We got tricked. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. You can't deny that. It's like, yeah, it's all subjective mm-hmm. until it's objective, which is legality. So this is what the British did. The British left. Clever, clever people. They left. Yeah. The French like, left. Yeah. Now that we have Canadians. Like, <laughs> yeah. For the Canadians to deal with. Yeah. It's not the crowd anymore. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> trippy. All right. I'm super late for jujitsu. <laughs> all right. I got to go. All right. Take it easy. Peace. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors: Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.